Blog Talk Radio. The views and comments expressed do not reflect the opinions of E-Water Radio. All comments and views are show guest views and comments and in no way reflect views or comments of E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B, or its affiliates. You're listening to E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B. Good evening, good evening, good evening, or as my daughter told me to say, happy day day, everyone. Welcome to the live broadcast of the Phenomenally You podcast on E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B, and I am your host, Nicole Quinlan Lee. And I want to welcome you, if you've never listened before, to this broadcast, which is your home for positive, empowering, and insightful conversation. And if you've joined me before, thank you. Welcome back. I really appreciate it. I do broadcast live every third Tuesday of the month, and um, I'm just happy to be here, as always. Um, I hope that you can go back and listen to some of my other shows. Um, But, again, I am very appreciative of you taking the time out this evening to join me for this evening's broadcast, which um, the topic is freedom, which I'll get into in a little while. Um, How has everyone been? As I always say, I hope that you are successfully walking in your greatness. And and what I mean when I say that, it means I hope that you are living the life that you need to live so that you feel joy from within and not just experience joy from outside of yourself. It's called that internal organic happiness, and that is what I am all about. That's what my podcast is all about. That's what my social media platforms are all about. It's about us walking in our greatness, finding that joy within ourselves so that no one, no one, whoever it is, can steal it from us. And and each and every third Tuesday or sometimes when I'm on my social media platform and Facebook, I have not hit Twitter yet, you guys, and, you know, when I grow up, maybe I will. And, you know, sometimes I post what I'm now calling Traffic Jam with Nicole where I talk to you on my way to work on my Instagram page. Everything, everything that I do, everything that I say, it's not always comfortable for me. I'm not the biggest, you know, um, selfie person. It seems like I am or it seems like I'm really comfortable on videos, and that's not the case. I do it I do it because I just really feel that there needs to be more platforms that promote our greatness, that promote us walking in our greatness, that promote us being just regular old people who are trying to live our lives and walking in greatness. So this evening, and when you're looking at my social media platforms or when you're listening to one of my videos, I hope that when you walk away, something, something um, is, is, is enlightened with you, something is sparked within you to walk in your greatness. 
if you if you listen to me a lot on social media, I've never said it on this show, but when I'm talking about walking in your greatness, I'm talking about having a, a healthy physical, mental, and spiritual self. I believe that they all go together, they all go hand in hand, and you cannot have one without the other. So I just wanted to go over that. I hope that everything, everyone is well. We are already almost at the end of October. I see all of these Halloween things popping up. You know, it's just crazy because, you know, we're basically down to almost our last two months of the year. And we all know that 2020 and 2021 has been up in our asses, and we know it. Excuse my language for anyone who feels some kind of way, but it has. We know that. You know, and that's why we keep talking. That's why I keep talking about us walking in our greatness because we've been we've been faced with some challenges. We've been faced with a lot of challenges, so we need to bombard ourselves with positive things, uplifting things, insightful things that encourage us to do what we need to do in order to live the life that we want to live, in order for us to walk in our greatness. So if you're just joining in, I see a couple people popped on. Um, Again, this is Nicole. My name is Nicole Quinlan Lee. You're listening to Phenomenally You Podcast on E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B. And let's go ahead and let's get started. Actually, before we get started, just really quick, if you're listening and you want to um, ask a question, you can call 323-642-1757. I'll see you pop up on my dashboard and I will go ahead and take the call. Or if you just have a comment and you don't feel like talking, because, you know, I talk. I, I rarely have guests. I talk because I like to talk. You guys know that. But I talk. So if you just want to give me a comment, if you want me to, you know, um, answer a question or you want me to say something, go ahead and email me. I'm sorry. Go ahead and um, text message me at 310-308-8568, and, and I'll read it. And if you... If you want to say something, you can also text message me, and I'll look for your number. Just send me your number, and I'll pull you up, okay? But, again, um, let's go ahead. Let's get started with this evening's topic, which is freedom, freedom. And there's there's a lot of different kind of freedoms, but let me tell you why this, this, this topic came up to me. It's a couple of reasons um, that I want to talk about freedom. I was reading, well, I'm reading, I'm, I'm currently reading a couple of books. One of them is The Five Levels of Attachment. It's called, um, again, The Five Levels of Attachment, Toltec Wisdom for the Modern World by Don Miguel Ruiz, Jr. Now, if you know, his dad is the one who wrote The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. If you've read that book, um Wonderful. If you haven't, I suggest you go out and get that book, and I suggest you go out and get this one. But this book, from the beginning, it struck a chord in me. And as I was reading through this book, uh, um, Don Miguel Ruiz, Jr. gave a definition of freedom that sparked my interest. And as soon as I read it, I said, I'm going to do my next show, based around his definition of freedom. Okay, we all have our idea of what freedom is. Um, you know, we, we already know history. Many people have fought for freedom. We, we know everyone has a different perspective about what freedom is. We have some states who um, seem right now to be um, hindering people's freedom of their body. You know, we have different kind of freedoms. We have physical freedoms, financial freedoms, psychological freedoms. 
mental freedoms, which I believe are different. And tonight, the freedom that I'm going to really talk about to me falls under the category more of a psychological freedom or a mental freedom. Okay, so I just want to make that clear. I'm aware of physical freedoms and financial freedoms, which I'll give you definitions for those as well. But tonight, this is what we're going to focus on, is more of a psychological freedom or a mental freedom. And once I read this definition, if you think otherwise, go ahead and, and, and send me a message. Call in and let me know, okay, if you think otherwise. So this is a definition that really, like, got me, of freedom. And, um, again, this is from Don Miguel Ruiz, Jr., in The Five Levels of Attachment. And the, the definition is the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. Just take that in as I sip my wine. And I encourage you to get some water. That's really what I encourage you to do. I don't want you sipping any wine if you haven't drank your water today. But I encourage you to get a little bit of something to wet your whistle while you're sitting here listening to me. Always make sure that I have the environment. But tonight I decided to give myself with this little glass of wine. I have my candles going, you know, so I can feel, I can feel what I need to feel so that I can say what I need to say. But I was just saying that because I want you to feel this definition. I'm going to read it one more time. Freedom, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. I mean, let's really think about this. Let's really really break down this definition because it reminds me of exactly what we're dealing with today in terms of all the judgment that we see in the world, all the judgment that we are bombarded with when it comes to television, social media, when it comes to the news, and all of the decisions that people are made based off of, of those judgments, based off of the things that we see, based off of the things that we think we should be doing or we think that people want to see, want to hear from us. And really what this definition is kind of saying is that when we fall victim, right, to living a life in pursuit of satisfying everybody else's intentions for us besides our own, then we are giving up freedom. We are giving up our ability to enjoy and be who we are when we allow ourselves to fall victim to that. And so that's why it's important to have these conversations that I'm having that other people have so that at least you could think about it. At least you could think about it. That's what I always say. Don't take my word for it. You know, we have Google right there at our fingertips. There's books for you to read. I encourage you to look this up yourself. I encourage you to get the five levels of attachment. I encourage you to research about mental and physical freedoms, so that you understand how you are directly affected by that. You understand how you may be hindering yourself because you don't understand, you know, the, the, the complications of falling victim to the judgments in society. You know, and there's always going to be judgments. There's always going to be people telling you who you should be, what you should be doing, how you should be doing it, when you should be doing it. But at some point, we have to do the work within. We have to do the work within 
so we don't find ourselves walking in our greatness, technically not walking in our greatness, because all the moves we're making are based on the reactions we want from people outside of ourselves. Ooh, I'm talking to myself, you guys, because I, I work on this every single day. Reactions, right? Reactions. We all care about reactions. We care about what people think about us. We care about what people say about us. We care about the expectations that people have placed before us, whether it be our parents or our, our peer group, right? Whether it be people with our, within our church, whether it's a stranger that walks down the street. We have been conditioned to worry about the things that other people say, the things that other people expect. And sometimes we dim our light. We have the nerve to dim our light because other people can't take it, because they expect so much more of us. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I never until I read this definition thought about the fact that I was giving up a piece of my freedom as Nicole when I decided to dim my light in order to make somebody else feel comfortable about me. Crazy, isn't it? Extremely crazy. And so this evening, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about freedom. I started writing a lot of notes, and I had to stop myself because I never, like I never want to sound scripted. Yeah, I'll have some definitions. I may have some things that I refer to. But in the end, I really want to come to you what I call like raw, right? This is raw and real. This is raw and real. I come to you, you know, basically with an open heart, right? an open heart and an active tongue, is that what it is? <laughs> but I come to you with with an open heart. I come to you with honesty. This is raw. I don't, you know, um, pr- you know, practice what I'm going to say. I, I say it as I go, and I want you to get it like that because, you know, I want you to hear what I'm saying, but I also want you to feel it even though you're not sitting here in a room with me. You know, I want you to feel it even though you're not face-to-face with me. I want you to hear me, even though I'm not talking directly into your ear. And wherever you are, whether you're in the West Coast or you're in the East Coast, whether you're out of the country, I want you to hear some of what I said. Because it's not only going to help you, per se, I think, it helps me. Because when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. Because all the struggles that you have, I have. Don't ever believe that it's any other way. Everybody, everybody has a struggle in walking in their greatness. Everybody has detours. Everybody has bumps in the road. The question is, what are we going to do when we hit those detours? Or how do we prevent those detours? How do we reroute from those bumps in the road? How do we do that? We have conversations like this. Freedom, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. I was having a conversation with my coworker today, and we happened to get on uh, the topic of a celebrity's mom who passed away due to um, plastic surgery. 
first and foremost, disclaimer, I'm not bashing, I'm not bashing plastic surgery at all. So don't think I'm doing that because I'm not. But we had a conversation about plastic surgery. Um, she happened to lose her life after she had a surgery. And there, you know, I don't know the details of it, but um, I know I live in Long Beach, and I, I know of a young girl that I read an article on who went to go get, what is it called, a BBL? And she ended up passing away. Um, we see celebrities who've had different things, you know, done to them where they end up going back and they get something taken out, get something decreased. Because, you know, in the end, what they thought it was going to be, it's not what it's going to be, you know. And a lot of times I worry or I, I feel, you know, my heart is heavy sometimes because I have a 19-year-old daughter. You know, I have a 22-year-old um, niece, a 24-, 25-year-old niece, and I have an 18-year-old niece. And I have always encouraged them to, to, to embrace themselves for who they are. And so it's very disheartening to me when I look out into the world and I see everyone promoting things to to people who don't need it, who haven't even finished puberty yet. I tell my nieces and them, I didn't even get my quote-unquote grown woman body until I had my daughter. I didn't even weigh 100 pounds for the first half of my life, longer, you know, not to be, you know, descriptive, but I, I wore, you know, an A-cup bra until after I had Marley. Marley is 19 years old. And what I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, we're out here, and when I say we, the world, society, we're pushing these things out on, on, on these young people, and now it's hitting the older people because the older people are trying to hold on to the bodies that they had in their 20s or 20-year-olds are trying to – get a body that they think they should have that they haven't even gotten yet or they may not get, they haven't been taught how to accept thyself. Accept thyself. And so now they're upset, you know, with the way that they look. They're upset, you know, with their body. And they're literally reconstructing them. And, again, I'm not bashing that. I'm not bashing plastic surgery. I'm bashing the reasons for why so many people do it. It is rooted in this definition of freedom, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. Is that when you look in the mirror, you should be okay with you. Yeah, sometimes people want a little bit of something, you know. Yeah, I get it. But when you look in the mirror, when you deal with yourself, you should be okay with yourself regardless of the judgments that are outside of you, regardless of what your dad and your mom told you you should be, how they told you you should look, regardless of maybe what they they said about your hair or they said about your capabilities intelligence-wise. They said about your motivation. The other day in one of my videos, I said, you know, God forbid I would have ever, I would have ever really marinated in some of the negative stuff that people said to me when I was younger. I am so thankful, able to rise above that. But I'm also aware that a lot of people weren't. A lot of people weren't. 
So they're still trying to fulfill the dreams of everybody else around them, the expectations of everyone around them. And they don't even know what their expectations of themselves are. That's what this freedom is about. That's what this idea of this this freedom that Mr. Rees Jr. speaks of, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment, without dimming your light, right? Think about it. Be honest with yourself. So among some of the things that I wrote, I wrote, what hinders your freedom? And I meant internally. What hinders your freedom? The first thing I thought was, what? goodness gracious, tongue-tied. The first thing I thought of is fear. Fear of what? What hinders your freedom internally? What hinders you from doing what it is that you may want to do from your, for yourself? What hinders you from seeing the beauty that you are, for seeing your greatness? What hinders you of that? Fear of what? Of backlash of not conforming, exclusion, of isolation, of judgment, of failure. All of these things are real, and they're real feelings. They're real emotions. They're not to be ignored because no one wants to feel that. No one wants to feel like a failure. No one wants to be to feel as if they're being judged negatively. No one wants to be isolated. There's people who like to be by themselves until they are made to be by themselves. No one wants to be isolated. No one wants to feel excluded because of who they are, who they choose to be. No one wants to suffer that backlash. Fear and responses from who? Who gives you that? Who excludes you? Who, who do you suffer backlash from or who could you? Who is the one spewing the judgment at you? Who are the people saying that you failed or making you feel like a failure because you're not living up to their expectations? Family, friends, work, society, hell, strangers. These are things that we have to know so that when we start falling for that, what I call the okey-doke, we're able to pull ourselves up from the bootstrap check ourselves, and continue to walk in our greatness. It's important. People fail to realize all the things we do just to satisfy other people. How many times we silence ourselves? And I don't see, okay, let me take a step back. There is a difference between choosing to be silent and letting fear make you silent. Two different things. So how many times have we dimmed ourselves vocally, dimmed our light so that somebody else wasn't uncomfortable with us? Somebody else wasn't going to complain that we were too much. All my life, that's been one of my things. I'll be very honest with you. I've always had a big personality. I wouldn't necessarily call myself an extrovert, but I've always been aware of Nicole. I've always 
misunderstood my greatness. That is not conceit. That is not um, self-absorption. That is not being self-centered. That is that I was raised by a very strong woman who has very strong women that, you know, raised her. Even I, my aunts are strong. My cousins are strong. And even when people say negative stuff to me, I knew my socks. So even during those times where I felt like maybe it would be getting to me, I was able to pull myself together because I knew my stock. And I refused to apologize because I knew my stock. I knew that I was important. I knew, not necessarily important to anybody else, but I was important to me. How many times have you heard people tell you, you know what, you, you may just be a little bit too much. You know, when we go here, bring it down four notches. I'm going to keep saying this definition of freedom, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment, the ability to go where you want to do, go, do what you want to do, and be who you are, whether somebody is comfortable with it or not, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Psychological freedom, mental freedom. I have two different definitions for that, but that's what I'm talking about. How many times have you dimmed yourself for somebody else, whether it be, you know, uh, one of your mentors or somebody who raised you or, or your friends or maybe your love interest or maybe at work where they said you were too much, you about too much, you, you know, maybe you, you, you speak up too much, you know, maybe you a little too lively. And because they don't come from that, because they stop is not that. They don't get it. And they're going to tell you, wait a minute, hold on, stop. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I need you to readjust for me. I need you to be a little bit more silent for me. I need you to turn down that light that shines so bright from within you because I feel like that that brightness coming from your light is blinding others from seeing me. How many times have you been in that situation? One of the most wonderful things that I can say, and I just said that maybe this morning or yesterday in a video, is I'm less than 50 days from becoming a 50-year-old woman. 50-year young woman, whatever it is you want to call it. But I can tell you in the last 10 years, the steps that I have made, the journey that I have made, the research that I have done that I continue to do, the evolving that I continue to go through. These last 10 years, I know myself better than ever. I'm looking forward to the next 10. I'm looking forward to the next 10, the next 20, if I make it God, God willing. And understanding more than ever who I am and why it's okay for me to be me, why it's okay for me to be Nicole. And that's why I'm having this conversation with you, whomever it is you are, whoever it is that's listening, to understand that it is okay to be you. Even when you feel that you have faults, even when you feel that there is something that you want to change, well, that's part of life. That's part of evolving. It's okay. 
it's okay to say, you know, maybe I need a little bit of improvement here, but it, but I'm good with me. You know, maybe I need to change a little bit of habits here, but that's because I feel I need to change them. That's part of evolving and understanding that, yeah, you may need to make some changes. Maybe you notice that you know you hurt people's feelings all the time, and it's not just because your light is, is bright. It's because you honestly don't have a filter and you hurt people's feelings all the time. Well, guess what? Then maybe then you need to then you need to tell yourself, okay, well maybe you may want to tell yourself, you know what? Maybe I need to 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 research on communication. Maybe I can communicate in a different way. That is not dimming your light. That is you being accepting of who you are and acknowledging acknowledging what needs to be improved. And, and I hate to talk about it because I don't like to talk about physical things in terms of what needs to be improved because people are so hooked on the physical now. They want you to be perfect. They want your hair to be perfect, your skin to be perfect, your face to be perfect, your body to be perfect, ass perfect, everything. I even watched this show one time where this dude, when, when the dude was asked what he would change about his girlfriend, and when I tell you that this girl was beautiful, do you know what this man says? And I'm not bashing on men. I'm just saying this is the thing I saw. He said he didn't like that her second toe was a little longer than her big toe. (laughs) What's she going to do about that? I'm just saying. The ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. And when you recognize how to do it, what you won't do to somebody else is pass judgment on them. So they feel lesser than. They feel like they need to go and run and do something to look better in your eyes because they may still be in a journey. They may not have found that voice within themselves that said, you know, you, you, there's nothing to matter with you. They, they may still be on that. They may still be looking for that. And people don't think about that. You don't think about the things that you say to people because you don't think about the journey that they're in and what space they are in their journey. You just speak. Because you think because you are where you are in your journey, everybody is just like you. But my friends tonight, I'm here to tell you that's not love, honey. That's not love for other people to walk through life and say, look at me, this is who I am. I don't give a damn how I make people feel. It's not part of this freedom that I'm talking about this evening. That's not part of the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself. Because when you can do that, you need to be able to let other people do the same. Let me move on. Let me move on. I found a quote that said, um, well, it's not a quote, a sentence. It was in an article called How to Achieve Mental Freedom by Leslie Santana. The article was published April 14, 2016, because I think it's important for us to acknowledge, you know, the people who give people information. But Leslie said, living in a chaotic world can be a huge struggle when our external environment has more power than our internal self. Judgment, external environment. Being exactly who you are without suppressing yourself, internal self. Say it again, judgment. External environment, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself, what's that? Our internal selves. 
our external external environments. And let me remind you that even though we may be the the quote unquote victim, we may partake in the judgment. We do also do the judging. Okay, we on both ends of the spectrum. Our external environment, people, family, friends, strangers, coworkers, social media, Instagram, Twitter. What's the other one? Snapchat, Facebook, television, reality television, the news. I'm going to be honest with you, with television and movies now, even as a black woman, there's a lot of movies and stuff out right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm over. I'm over the suppression, the oppression movies. I'm over the gangbanging movies. I'm over that. You know, I know about it, you know. Um, people have lived it. I don't think it's for us anymore. External environments, it does affect us. Politics, Republican versus Democrat, independent, whatever it is you're going to be. Our jobs, religious expectations, external environments versus internal self, what we think of ourselves in terms of self-confidence, self-perception, self-expectation, self-acceptance self-love, and self-honesty is what I call it, the expectation that we have for ourselves versus the reality of that expectation goes back to what do you do in your life, what steps do you take to improve your relationship with you? What do you do in your life? What steps do you take that when you pass a mirror and you look into a mirror, the first thing is not a criticism that you see. You're not up in the mirror looking at yourself, breaking yourself down, talking about yourself, telling yourself, these are the things that I need to make better. Just like you people practice to hit the three-pointer, people practice to learn how to roller skate better, people practice you know, before they go get a driver's license, right? People run, start to run when they want to wear, run a marathon in order to develop the talent. You have to start practicing speaking positively to yourself. Does that mean that you may not need work in your opinion? No. But what it means is that your positive outweighs your negative. Your external environment does not have more power on you than your internal self, meaning you're able to look at the stuff outside of yourself that's bothering you and say, I may, yeah, I may need to tweak this, but I'm good with me. Yeah, you know, I know these people keep telling me this, but you know what, just because, you know, they're my, they're the CEO, just because they own that company, Right? Just because they make this amount of money, they don't get to speak to me any old kind of way. I have a voice. I get to speak. I get to say, this is how you will treat me, and I'm okay with walking away. One of the biggest fallacies to me, and it's a weak move, is for people in, the, in, in positions of power to expect people who they feel are in positions less than them to deal with the BS that they, that they throw out to deal with the disrespect, to deal with the ignorance, to allow them just to 
be without saying anything. And we have to learn, it's not being confrontational, we have to learn to be okay. There has to be boundaries that we make for ourselves that nobody else can cross. We have to not be fearful to speak. And I know that people are. People are fearful to speak. They're fearful to speak at work because, you know, they need to pay their bills or they want to move up. Sometimes people at your church or whatever, your religion, they say stuff that you don't even, you don't even agree with. They, 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 they're persecuting other people within the church. And you don't say anything because you don't want to be ostracized around, and they are the ones doing the judging, but again, I'm going to say we all do it. We all we all fall victim to that. But you have to be aware of it so that when you're doing it, you take some steps back and you go, I can't do this. I'm trying. I'm trying to lead a joyful life. I'm trying to be who I am, regardless of what everybody else around me thinks. And so I want that for everyone else around me. And that's whether that's your husband, your wife, your child, your mother, your dad, your cousin, your aunt, a friend, a person on the street. That's just what it is. Here's a question. I know you don't have a pen and a paper. Write it down. Ask yourself, am I living a life where I can enjoy and be exactly who I am without suppressing myself in the form of judgment. Think about it. Be honest with yourself. So how do we how do we combat that? Because it's something that's a given, we're gonna run into it. I mean, it's just a reality. We're gonna run into it. Period. We're not even gonna run into it. Sometimes we the one that's gonna be doing it. Right? So how do we strive towards this mental, psychological freedom that I'm talking about? Right? And real quick, let me give you the definitions because I didn't even read them and I wrote them down. Psychological freedom, when I looked it up, is defined as the freedom to love, work, and make choices. free. And I put in parentheses, free from judgment. And mental freedom is the ability to make decisions, to think outside of judgment. They might be the same thing. I'm not sure what you guys think. I'm not sure. might be the same thing, but those are the definitions. So how do we strive toward freedom? How do we strive towards this psychological slash mental freedom? Detachment. Let me give you that word. When you think of detachment, you think of separating yourself from things. I'm talking about mental detachment, working on yourself so you're able to filter through the judgment in regard to its truth regarding you. I don't even know if that's a real sentence, but so you can filter through that judgment that people are saying to you, and you're able to think to yourself, is this really even, is this even true to me? Is this even relevant to me, what they're saying? So many people, words are so powerful. So many people say so many things, and they don't understand the power in words. And there are people in the world who can take those words, filter through those words, and go on about their business in a positive manner. And there are people who will take your words 
filter them words and go on about their business in a self-destructive manner because they're not they're they're carrying those words on to them. You know how many people go to therapy every day because of the things that pe- things that people said to them when they were young. And and all their life, they're trying to live up to those expectations. They're trying to be what these people said they should be, or they're trying not to be who these people said that they were if it was negative. Every day. Let's not even talk about the people who haven't even bothered to go get help. Who walk through life every day allowing people to take advantage of them, allowing people to be disrespectful to them, allowing people to treat them less than they should be treated, all because they feel a certain kind of way. And when you go back and you look at it, it's rooted in how they were treated when they were younger, the things that were said to them when they were younger. And so they have no idea how to be joyful and be who they are because they've lived a life trying to be Everything that everybody said they were or they weren't, trying to prove everybody wrong or prove everybody right. People said you were smart as hell, so you're going to do everything possible so that you can prove that I'm just as smart as they said they were. People said you wasn't going to be shit, so you're going to do everything that you can in order to prove that you're going to be something. Or you're not going to strive for anything because you know what, all your life people told you what you wasn't going to do. And so now that's your reason. I can't do it. You know why I'm not about anything? I've been told all my life I'm not about anything. They said I wasn't anything. This is exactly what you said I was. You said I wasn't anything. And that's why I haven't done anything. Oh, the tangle web we weave without knowing it. And that's why we have to learn. That's why we have to learn as we walk in our greatness. That's why we have to take notes. That's why we have to be honest with ourselves. So what I said about, what I say about racism, you know, we're in this different space right now, kind of. All these people are protesting against racism from all different cultures, all different ages. But I've always said, and, you know, I mean, say what it is, if you have a certain age and you live through, let's say, the civil rights movement and you benefited from the restrictions and the oppression and the abuse and you never, even if you didn't do it as a child but as an adult, you never said anything against it. You never condemned it when the people around you, your peers, even if it was your parents, and I know that that's a hard thing to do, you never spoke against it, then you supported it. You were a part of the problem. And when you were younger or you were growing up and you didn't, and, and you allowed your friends to tease people and you didn't say, don't do that, or you continue to be around them because they wouldn't do it to you. You were a part of the problem. Silence equates to no action. Silence is, to me, acceptance, even if you don't believe it, because it's 
again, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. Because everybody is scared of the consequences of living within themselves, being who they are, because somebody's not going to like it. Somebody's not going to agree. But how are you going to get it if you don't learn to unapologetically walk through your life. And when I say that, that does not mean, because I hear people say, you know, I'm at this age where I say what I want to say, and it just is what it is. I'm not saying that. That's not true. That's not true. We don't walk through this world just speaking. Well, okay, let me take that back. There are people who walk through this world who just say whatever and do whatever. Okay, we. I'm not that person. We have to consider how we make other people feel. We have to consider how our, our words affect other people. And we do that in spite of the fact that there are people who don't consider it at all. Because we cannot become the thing that we condemn in others. We can't become the thing that we condemn in others. But how do you strive towards freedom? You work on yourself so you're able to filter through the judgment in regard to its truth to you or regarding you. So you're able to say, you know, they say that, but that don't mean nothing because that's not true. They say I'm not going to mount to anything, but that's not true. Right? They say that I'm never going to get a man or I'm going to be single. I'm never going to get a woman. They don't know. These, these are the kind of things that people say to people when they're young. Oh, you're never going to be anything because, you know, you, you, you don't do it the way that you're supposed to do it. You don't follow the, the societal, is that the word, norm. A lot of these norms are messed up. They're rooted in some foul stuff. Take a look at really successful people. You, people, people judge people all the time. I love to use Cardi B as an example because people can't stand her sometimes. They don't like the way she talks. They assume that she's stupid because of the way she talks. You know, they they use that word ghetto as a what is it as a, as a verb, and it's not. It is a noun, and it was created way before black people were anywhere in a um, lower socioeconomic status. And they judge her. They judge her just by her by her voice by her. Because she's loud, because she's unapologetic. But I'm going to tell you what, it didn't stop her. Can you imagine, can you imagine whether you like what she does or not? Can you imagine had she really, and she said some of the stuff she really did take in. But can you imagine had she thought to herself she not about anything because everybody else told her she wasn't about anything? Everybody else would speak on her, talk about her bad. Whether you like it or not, she didn't kill anybody. She didn't do any of that. She didn't rob nobody. She may have beat somebody up, but, you know, maybe they deserved it. I'm playing. <laughs> but she is she is a success. What if she would have said, I'm not, I ain't about a damn thing, because that's what they all told me all my damn life. I'm not about nothing. And so they hate, they judge, and they demean because they didn't believe that she's supposed to do it because of the route that she took. 
think about it. I'll use another one, Justin Bieber. I've heard people say, I can't stand his punk self. He ain't even never met him. Boy been working hard since he's been about 10 or 12. Little kid. He made mistakes that young people make. Can you imagine if he listened to the things that people say? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if he marinated in that and took it to heart? Detachment. Working on yourself so you're able to filter through the judgment in regard to to its truth to you. We just have to learn. We have to learn that we can't we can't let the reactions what is it called? Detrain us or detract us or you know when the train comes off the track. We can't let the reactions of other people misguide us. We can't let them steal our joy. We can't let them take our freedom. We have to learn. We have to do better. It is a must. It really is life and death. Because so many people live life every day, but they're not living life every day. You get what I'm saying? And I'm reminded of this. In the past month, I watched. I didn't watch, but I, I, I'll just say watch, but I didn't see it. But I watched people who are close to me lose very, very close loved ones. And it, it puts fire under me. It, it reminds me to continue to strive for that freedom that Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. is talking about, the ability to enjoy and be exactly who you are without suppressing yourself in the form of judgment. I don't, I don't want to lay on my deathbed and regret. I want to regret the life that I've lived because I spent a lifetime not doing what I want to do, especially when it's not me hurting anybody because I'm so worried about what everybody else thinks. No one is ever going to be satisfied completely, as simple as that, with you and what you're doing. It is proven. People who become multimillionaires, people not satisfied with them, people who have helped thousands of people, people find something wrong with them. People who have dedicated their entire life to the improvement of humanity, people have a problem with that. You have to be able to move forward. You have to be able to march on. You do. You have to be able to keep on going. And you have to understand your greatness from within because there's nobody else's responsibility to teach you about your greatness, even though it should be. You become a parent, you should be. You should be making moves to teach your children about their greatness. So that's what I'll say. As children, as adults, we're supposed to encourage them to understand their greatness, to understand their uniqueness, to understand that they may look different, they may be a different shape, they may sound different, they may live in a different space, but it's all good. And as adults, if we weren't taught that, it's our responsibility to go out and seek it and learn it. 
And it's our responsibility if we know it to treat other people well so that they start to see it within you, which means they'll start to see it within them. It really does start with each and every one of us. How are we going to make this place, this world that they say is a, is a circle and some people say it's flat, <laughs> this world that they're sending people out of to see, like, if we can live on Mars because we so messed up, they believe that we're not going to be able to live on this earth sooner or later. How do we make this world a better place? We work on ourselves. We work on becoming better people. We work on that internal freedom. Yeah, there's physical freedom. We already know about physical freedoms that have been taken from people, that they still try to take from people today. We already know about financial freedom. We know that it does not make us happy. But, yes, it does allow us to live a life maybe that we want. But that psychological freedom, if we don't have that, we don't have anything. That mental freedom, I'm just using those hand in hand. If we don't have it, we don't have anything because you can't appreciate anything else if you don't have that mental slash psychological freedom. What are you doing? What are you telling yourself? What are you telling other people? Are you a a beacon, right, or are you out there dimming lights? you out there putting them out? Which one is it? Are you judging people, not aware of it, right? What's your part? Be honest with yourself. My coworker always, like, gives me a side eye when I say expectation versus reality. The world expects us to be a lot of ways, but it doesn't mean that what they expect is right. Learn how to filter it. Learn how to understand what pertains to you and what doesn't so it doesn't hold you back from walking in your greatness and being the greatest that you can be. So it doesn't hold you back and stifle you mentally so you don't even feel like you need to do any kind of growth. You need to do anything to help you grow as a person. Learn to filter it so you understand that you are forever evolving, which means you need to learn forever. You need to seek out information forever. You need to help your growth forever. I don't care if you're three I don't care if you're 80, 90, 106, 110. I read an article the other day where this lady, she was 110. It doesn't matter. The growth never stops. It's always there. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind and be honest with yourself. Thank you. I know I talked. I didn't even, I didn't even play my commercial. I did almost drink all of my wine, though. But thank you, everyone. I appreciate all the support. I ask you to share this with people because, you know, I'm going to make 2022 a bigger year. Um, but I ask you, if anything sparked your interest, I ask you to share this with someone. If it didn't and you just want to talk about me, even though I'm telling you that that's not what you should be doing, you can still share it. <laughs> everyone just heard what I was saying, you know, took a little bit of something from it, gained a little something maybe, just something. I hope that you 
you know, you are able to walk in your greatness. You know, I hope for you. I hope for you like so many have hoped for me and so many have encouraged me to be better so that I can do better. And I'm telling you, I keep getting better and I keep doing better. But it's an effort. It's not easy, okay, because this, you got to take a hard look in that mirror and you and sometimes the pill is very hard to swallow, but it's worth it. So thank you this evening for coming and enjoying me. As my daughter said again, happy day day. Thank you for joining the Phenomena You podcast on E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B. I am live every third Tuesday of the month, every third Tuesday of the month, and I hope that you can join me. I hope that you share it, and I hope that, you know, you you turn this off or as we wind down, wind down, you know, you are a little bit better than you were when you started. But everyone, just thank you. And remember, you know what I'm going to say, right? Exercise, right? Eat healthy. Drink your water. Read. What else do I say? I say now, get enough sleep. Get enough sleep, people. Get enough sleep. What else? Mind your business. And my last thing is moisturize. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me on E-Water Radio, K-E-W-R-D-B. God bless. Good night, everyone.